Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Playing Sports City Chefs from Amazon Music. Talking about it, but we could definitely hit it up. 
Um, I definitely want to get into some NCAA action, um, some some nice sort. Duke just got a four-point win on the road against a, a tough Virginia team. LSU and uh, Kentucky about to tip off pretty soon. That's going to be a pretty good matchup. Um, but I got Sirius. I'm going to bring him in really quickly. Um, Sirius Simmons calling from the 703 and all area codes and zip codes and DMAs in between. Sirius, what's going on, bro? You know what? I don't think you're eligible to start talking trash about my area codes. You out here making up words, but you know, bar behind. Good God, what the heck was that? Lord Jesus. Anyway, what's up, man? I was doing villain, man, TP Thomas. What's going on, big homie? I mean, I, I just don't understand why you guys can come in late and then talk about the villain, about the choice of language that he tried to use to make a joke. I mean, I don't understand where they do that at. I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, typical yeah, serious, yeah, typical yeah. TV oh, timeless. They want to make on, fun on, of the villain, on, on, and then when the villain hurts feelings, on, it gets it gets, it gets gets ruthless out here. It's, listen, on, people, it's a ruthless on. cookout out here. If you don't cover your sauces and peppers, you don't cover your burgers and steaks, it is gone. That's how they do me. That's how it goes out there. <laughs> okay, so there was a song in the early 90s. It was a song in the early 90s that Barry is singing right now with no beat, and it goes, Barry gets so weak in his knees. He can hardly speak. He, he lose all control. Jalen Brown and uh, Jason Tatum, 
and he didn't work out. And then the Celtics tried to move him to OKC. OKC was like, nah, we're not. Don't don't bring him here. I don't even want to play one game with him. We'll send him to New York. We'll, we'll give him to New York. We'll bring him back home. Let him do what he got to do. And now the Knicks don't look good, and he hasn't looked good himself. Uh, one tweaking situation basically told them that we're going to wrap it up. Now, mind you, not only is Kimba hurt, but Derrick Rose is out. So they're now down at least two potential, or not even potential, perennial all-star guards, and uh, they're saying we're done with him for the season as well as Derrick Rose, depending on when Derrick Rose pops up. But it's like, where does Kimba go now? Like, will Kimba end up wrapping his career up? And I don't even want to think like that, but this could be a situation that arises right now. And um, are the Knicks done for the season? Like, as much as I think that they've struggled as much as possible, I think that they still could get back into the hunt and make this interesting. But um, not with everything that's going on at this point in time. I don't want to see Kemba finish like that. I don't want to – it's just the aura about him. As much as I don't like you, kind of things of that nature, I do like him and I respect him. But the one thing about him is it's like he's an undersized guard. He can't play defense. Uh, he can score when he's on, but when he's off, it's like – Everybody has their lights on and shining them at him if he could make a difference. And I just I just feel real bad for Kemba at this point in time. I'm hoping that he could come out and make a difference at least next season if they are really shutting him down for the remainder of the season like it's been mentioned. But um I um I respect him a lot. And um I don't want it to happen this way. And and the question is, is is this the end? Like are we seeing the finish line for Kemba Walker? This is something that I'm I'm concerned about. Yeah, me too. I mean, from that perspective, from his, you know, from Kemba's perspective, um, I hope the season, I hope his career is over. I'm shocked that he's shutting it down, but I understand it. Um, Derrick Rose should be back either end of this week or probably next week is what they're saying. Um, but who cares? Um, Knicks are done. Um, serious. I'll let you. I'll let you go ahead. Uh, follow TP what he said about Kemba Walker shutting it down. I think you, either you or, or, or Dave had uh, broke it. I think Dave had um, sent it to us, but I mean, the news was out a little bit earlier. I'd love to get your opinion on Kemba Walker shutting it down for the Knicks. You know, honestly, for me, um, I, I'm, I'm disturbed. I, I'm painfully honest with you gentlemen. You know, when, when, when Kemba found his way back, back home, so he got figured this would be a nice little homecoming thing. For Kemba Walker, it'd be a nice place to kind of jumpstart his career again and, and you know, kind of recapture some of that magic he had in that building. Um, I don't think Kemba's the problem. Okay, I don't think Kemba's the problem. I think, honestly, at this point in time, there's something going on with Tibbs. I don't think Tibbs and he work well together. Um and so, at the TP's question about is this the last we see of Kemba, I don't think so. I, I, I was talking with um, a friend of the program uh, offline, and he mentioned, we're both Rockets fans, and he mentioned that there was a potential deal in place for Kemba Walker and disgruntled point guard John Wall that was nipped. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And so... If, if 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 we're talking about the market for Kimba Walker, I, I think there may be a market for him next year. I just think that he really has to get himself in the in in, in a decent situation. I, hell, I, I'm a I'm I'm a Rockets fan. Bring him to Houston. I I, I don't even care right now, you know. Um, but I I, I think honestly for me, it, it, it's kind of sad to see this season going the way it's going for Kemper. Now, if the Knicks fall on their face, that, 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 that's music to my ears, that, that's cream in my coffee, that, that sprinkles on top of my ice cream. But I, 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 I like Kemper, you feel me? You know what I'm saying? And I really want to see him do well. Yeah, Kemper is a good guy, and it's a, he's a good story. Um, you don't want um, – you, you don't want to root against the guy. You, you kind of pull for him because he's, you know, he's been nothing but class person, class personified. Um, but yeah, it's been a tough go. I, I agree. Him and, and Tibbs don't mesh. I think because Tibbs wants a defensive-minded point guard, um, and the offense doesn't mesh because it's it runs through Julius Randle and, and Kemba's a point guard like TP alluded to that needs the ball in his hand, so it just doesn't work. Um, 
So I, I was hoping to kind of get rid of Julius Randle, but, you know, wishful thinking. Um, it's over. I mean, the season for the Knicks is over. The 10 games below 500, they can get into the play again, but why bother going to a lottery start over? Um, it's, it's a wrap. Um, if anybody has anything else to add, I mean, listen, Kemba, I hope he can come back um, next year and revive his career. I, you know, it would probably be better suited somewhere else if the pieces are still in place where it is in New York. Um, he'll be, have one year left on this deal at a, at a really good rate. You can probably move him to a team that can use a point guard like him. So it, it is a movable contract, and to to have him at that point is probably good. Um, he, he can go somewhere and, and, and be a hey, nice trade piece for question? someone. Go ahead. So let me ask you guys this question. I'm not too sure if this is possible, but with the Chris Paul situation being as it is in Phoenix, can Kimba get bought out and end up in Phoenix? He could. I, I I would think Kem. I think the Suns would be better fit um, to find uh, somebody on the buyout market. I don't know if Kemba's that that person. I don't know. I, it would be a it would be a solid fit. Um, but with about what twenty four games left, um, I don't know about you guys. I think the Suns have such a cushion they can kind of weather the storm without Chris Paul. Um, they got about a six-and-a-half game lead on, on the um, Warriors right now for the top spot. I think they can weather the storm and kind of, you know, get to the end of the season um, without adding another piece. But, I mean, I mean, TP, what do you think? I don't like what you're saying, like weather the storm. Chris Paul's out for six to eight weeks. Weeks, that's a well, long it, time. Six games. Hold on, wait, hold wait, 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 you, you're telling me to answer you. Tell me to answer you. You're telling me to answer wait, No, I'm asking, I'm asking you. Is it four? I thought it was four to six. I thought it was four to six. I thought I heard six to eight. That's what I heard. Well, I'm, I'm going to have to look at the number again. I heard so six to eight, too. Yeah, so, okay. Sarah, you might have to do your so, research. Yeah. You, might, you might have to get another resume. No, no, wait, no, no. So, it's six weeks now. Wait, you're asking me questions. How do we talk together? I, I don't know how we do this. So this is the crazy part. Like, I'm not comfortable with campaign. Campaign is not the guard that I like. Like, they need somebody behind them. And this is the bad part about the Suns. This is the same stuff that ended their season last year due to injury. They lost Sarich. They, you know, dwindled their way through the finals. Like, as much as they did they uh, to get through the Western Conference playoff, it got to the finals and it turned, they looked like the Suns, like, period. Not like how they just came out and just were just world breakers last year. Just they turned into the Phoenix Suns and basically was like a a gentleman's sweep, you know. And uh, they couldn't do nothing after they left Arizona. So if Chris Paul is not there, this is where the true lights come on. And I want to see you, Devin Booker, hold this team down because I told people here, as well as in other you know social media and platforms, I said what we see is what we get out of him being Devin Booker. Um, I know that he has a great game. Like, he can, you know, take a power dribble and pull up. He can hit his shots when he needs to. But I want to see him be better. Now this is more of a calling for that to happen while another legit, long-time, legendary superstar is off the floor. You're going to need to pick up the pieces, whether it's another assist, whether it's like four more points on the board. You're going to have to do this to help you guys stay, you know, coasting uh, around or away from the Warriors. Because at the end of the day, I get it. You're probably not going to be able to hang on to the lead and uh, stay in front of Golden State, but at least want to try. Not just let it happen and let them get home court advantage and nobody can stop them in the middle of San Francisco. Like, that's going to be tough. So hopefully Booker can get it together. Hopefully uh, Chris Paul can get back here as best as possible. But the way he looked in the All Star game, he wouldn't even touch the ball with his right hand. So this this is bad uh, for the Suns at the wrong time. What do you, serious? What do you think about the Suns and their handicap? Do you think they can weather the storm like I think, or you think it's uh, it's a red flag for this team right now? It's, I, I think it's a major red flag because, again, they're in the Western Conference. You know, CP mentioned the Golden State Warriors, you know, or, or at their heels, uh, posted the thing in, in the thread offline uh, with Jay Williams picking the Memphis Grizzlies to, to come out of the West potentially. Um, that's a squad that 
really gives no Fs about anybody, and, and they, 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 they came out of nowhere. You know what I'm saying? So um, I'm not really buying Utah. Um, I still have a, a glimmer of hope that something happens with, with, with the Lakers, but ultimately it's going to come down for me to, to Memphis and Golden State. Um, you know, because at the end of the day, what Chris Paul brings you um, on the floor is just his, his, his IQ and, and, and his awareness and, you know, his, his non-points. I mean, he can, he can be on the floor for 38 minutes, give you two points, but he's dropping, you know, dimes. He, he, he's setting teammates up. He's, you know, calling things out. He, he's literally Monty Williams on, on, on the floor. And so campaign – can't, can't, can't even hold this dude's job strap, let alone try to emulate um, what Chris Paul will bring you. So, you know, back to my initial statement about potentially them being, you know, buyers in the buyer in the buyout market for potentially a Kemba Walker or, or John Wall or, or, or whoever um, to come in and help out with that with with that spot. I, I, I think Monty Williams and you know, a company will be foolish. James Jones will be foolish to not really look into that because let's face it, you know, campaign's not a starter. I mean, let's let's call it what it is. Campaign's not a starter. And so Devin Booker's going to try to shoulder more of the responsibility. you got other guys that are going to try to step up and shoulder responsibility. But if you could potentially, you know, in the example, get a guy like a Campbell Walker who – has 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 some has some resume behind his name or whatever, um, been there, you know, done that, you know, and and may work. I mean, it's a long shot, but I'm I'm not too sure how the buyout market works per se, but it, it's a long shot. But I, I think the Suns will do something that quickly. Yeah, I mean, I, I understand what you guys are saying. Um, I, and I, 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 I agree with some of your points, but I'm looking at the fact that 24 games left in the season, um, they're, they're playing up against teams like uh, the, the, the Thunder. They played them twice. They played the Kings, Sacramento Kings twice. They played New Orleans. They played Portland. They played my Knicks. They play Orlando. Uh, the Lakers, uh, they play one more time this year. Um, you know, they're, I'm looking at their schedule. There's 11 games against those those teams that they can win with campaign at, at point guard. They have tough games like coming up. They have uh, they have Oklahoma City. They have New Orleans. Then they they have uh, Utah on ABC Sunday. Then they have uh, Portland. They have New York. Then they have Milwaukee. So I mean, out of those games, I can easily see them going four and two. That's why I'm saying like I understand getting somebody like Kemba Walker might help them. But I think they can. I think if they can steal some other games, I think they can weather that storm. I think they they'll be fine. So, um, but yeah, it is alarming. It is. It is. It is unfortunate for Chris Paul because he, you know, at what thirty six years old, is just having a marvelous season. The Suns are are favorites to win. I, if you know, they're one of those teams that you would think can get to the finals. So, uh, excuse me. It's unfortunate for for them that that Paul just went down with an injury. I think it was uh, last – it was probably, I think, Wednesday, I think, last week. So, um, it was, it was very unfortunate. But, right, right. So, um, you know, and that was that Wednesday. So, listen, it, 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 it couldn't come at a worse time, but hopefully if everything goes right, he'll be ready for – and he's tough, man. I think, if anything, six weeks they evaluate him, I think he'll be back on the court. He, I don't think he'll let anything kind of stand in his way. Uh, one of his better chances to get to the finals and get that elusive chip. So um, we'll see how that goes. Call in number, as always, 929-477-2759. I was going to talk a little NCA, but since we're in the NBA, um, you know, I'll stick with the NBA. A story that came out a couple of days ago, um, and then there's been a little bit of a resolution, um, C.J. McCollum coming out saying that he hadn't heard from Zion Williamson um, since the trade, he was traded, you know, just before the trade deadline, um, and Zion hadn't hadn't reached out to him, um, you know, and, and then you know JJ Redick making headlines by you know saying that you know Zion's a detached teammate and what have you, blah blah blah. But I guess after um, I guess after CJ McCollum came out, 
said he hadn't heard from Zion. Zion reached out to him and spoke to him. So, um, but after the fact, right? Um, I, I I didn't like the optics of that. So I guess uh, TP, I'll start with you. Two part two part question. Um, what do you think of that whole situation with Zion not reaching out to DJ McCollum? I mean, after the um, Harden, the big Harden um, Ben Simmons trade. I think during the trade and immediately after, Kevin Durant called Ben Simmons and talked to him on the phone. I know Joel Embiid was in contact with, with James Harden, so it was kind of curious that the best player on the team didn't reach out to C.J. McCollum since the trade. What do you think about that? And then there was a report that came out that there's three stars that might be looking to force their way out of teams, that being Zion Williamson. Dame, Dame Willard, and then your boy, Spider from Greenwich, Connecticut, Donovan Mitchell. Do you think any of those guys would – who is the most likely to not be in their respective city? So the reaction to Zion and then those three players that I mentioned. Well, the, the Zion situation, it bothers me because I think he's more or less, like, angered that he can't play ball because I know he would love to be tandemed up with uh, – C.J. McCollum, you know, I, I think they really got a dead-arm shooter, and this thing could work. Just to have a coach put them together in the right places is something he could see. But uh, right now I think this is more or less an a, a angered situation and not trying to, like, ruffle feathers in that, that sense. At least that's how I feel. Um, but J.J. does know him for playing at least a season with Zion, so we'll have to wait and see how that actually pans out if it does pan out, you know. And mention the players that you're mentioning uh, that are are looking potential for potential new landing spots. Uh, Mr. Jordan, can you hear me? Oh, you're asking me to play. Oh, yeah. So CJ McCollum, yeah. not into um, Zion Williamson, um, Dame Dame Willard, and and um, and the Spider Spider Mitchell. Mitchell. So I okay, I had so heard a report that these might be the next three players their way out of their respective teams. So out of those three guys, TP, which one do you think is the most likely to not be on their team come next year? So I think uh, if anybody, I I don't think Spider moves. Spider's going to be running Utah. Um, Zion, I think they want to see more than just a real legit season as of last season. I think they got to see more of him. Uh, Dane would probably be the one if I'm thinking of any any of them because uh, everything's gone. It's, it's basically him and Chauncey. Um, mm-hmm. As much as he signed his extension for, I think that he'll try to get up out of there if he can, if teams will work with them. But I, they're going to make Portland suffer even more. So I think out of the three, Dane might be the one to go, but – what the Blazers are going to have to do, they're probably going to be a tiger with no nails, no teeth. So it's going to be bad. Yeah, we'll we'll see. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't – it depends on how Utah fares in the playoffs and if um, Donovan feels like he's not getting enough help, which is kind of crazy because that's one of the deeper teams in the league. I can see him not being happy, but I don't know his personal stance on how he feels in Utah. Um Serious, what do you think? Um, two part, like those three players that I mentioned, and then the whole Zion and McCollum incident that or, or issue that kind of almost has kind of resolved itself, but it's a lingering kind of effect of what J.J. Redick is calling a detached teammate that looks like he doesn't want to be there. So um, I'm going to start there first. Um, for me, Dylan, um, I think that both are correct. I think that J.J. Mm. Uh, Reddick is correct on calling Zion Williamson detached, and I think Zion Williamson is actually detached. Um, this is a guy, yeah. gentlemen, who honestly wanted to play ball, and for whatever reason, whether he ate too much or wasn't working out or got hurt or, you know, all the all, all the jokes and pundits aside, but He's missing this whole season, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. we're, all, we're, we're, we're all former and current athletes, you know, when you can't play, it does some stuff to you, man. Like, I, real talk, I mean, 
I had plantar fasciitis. I'm just now getting back to a point where I'm able to play ball. I hurt myself in July. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It, it, it does stuff to your psyche. So, um, you know, the fact that he's detached and, you know, it, it doesn't come as a shock. I mean, he, he, what, what would it be for Zion Williamson to, to reach out and be like, welcome to the team, congratulations, you know what I'm saying? He, he, he's not there. He can't help me. You know, so, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it would be one thing if, if Zion Williamson, in my opinion, was able to play or he was missing a couple games or he, you know, whatever the case may be. But this has been on again, off again. Every time you take two steps forward, you're, getting, taking, you're, you're falling three steps back, you know, with Zion. Mm-hmm. And I, man to man, I, 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 I'd be kind of detached too, you know, so – um, I don't think nothing of it, you know. I, I do commend um, JJ, you know, for, for for mentioning it, and you know, he's been the analyst, and then, you know, he's a, he's a contributor now, so you know, he his opinion does hold a little bit of weight and a little bit of volume to it. But ultimately, put yourself in his position for a little bit, and kind of have some humility and kind of have some understanding as to what the man is potentially going through. Um, and, and I mean, it, 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 it's, it's not up to him to reach out. To, 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 to incoming players, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, if, 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 if guys... What, do you, do you, do you really do? No, I don't think so. I, I, I don't why, think so. Why do you think because, so? Because, I mean, his, because, because he, he's not there. It's, it's, it's not his team. He, 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 he's not there at all. You know what I'm saying? But, but, you know what I'm saying? but, if, but, if, but if, the point, like, oh, Kevin Durant is hurt. Right? No, seriously. Kevin Durant is hurt. He right. reached out to Ben Simmons not even an hour after the trade. Like, Correct. And he's not Kevin playing. Durant he's is, on the same boat as Zion. No, he's not because Kevin Durant played this year, and Kevin Durant is a couple weeks from coming back. You know what I'm saying? But, Zion Wilson's not playing but all year. He, but see, but I, and I agree with you, but Durant is hurt. He's the leader of the team. Uh-huh. Zion's hurt. He's the leader of the team. He's the face of the team. He's not around the team because he he choosing he's choosing the rehab. Where is he rehabbing in, in Portland or somewhere? Like he's not even in somewhere. New Orleans trying to rehab with the team. So that's right. why I think JJ Reddick's point carries weight. And as the leader of the team, it doesn't hurt to make to send a text. Or, or a phone call, welcome to the team, man. You know, anything you need, you know, I can't wait to link up. What's, what's so hard about that? I mean, I, I mean, I, I get you there. You know I mean? He could probably link up and say, send a text message, but we're, we're, we're sitting here, you know, crucifying mm-hmm. the man for not reaching out to a guy who he's not going to be able to take the floor with, who's dealing with God knows what. You know, I mean, hindsight mm-hmm. being twenty twenty, yeah, he could. I mean, while, while he's walking on the treadmill, shoot a little sex or whatever case may be, you know, chop it up. But I mean, honestly, man, I, I, as an athlete, I, I get it. I, I get it. You know, sometimes, I mean, that that may not be his style either way. You know, what I'm saying that. You know, I, again, I, I see both sides of this one. Yeah, I mean, TP, what do you think? Because I mean, I I see where Sirius is coming from. I just personally don't agree with it because I feel like there's a pattern with with Zion. Like he clear to me, he clearly doesn't want to be there. He just doesn't want to be there. Like not rehabbing with the team. I think he wanted to be a Nick. He and like it's not a coincidence. Like AD left New Orleans. Like he didn't want to be there either. And now it's kind of to me, Zion doesn't want to be there. And like he's not. He's doing everything in his power to make this situation in New Orleans like to the point where all right, we can't we, we can't invest in this guy. We got to get rid of him. That's it's just how I'm looking at it. I mean, do you agree with Sirius that it wasn't his responsibility to reach out to CJ? Um, I don't know. It's a mixture of it all, man. At the end of the day, he can only save us so much. It is that front office, but now it's a situation where you made that bet. Basically, say you'll stick with these guys through and through. I don't think he can get a championship with or without. Like, he needs more than that. So, if this is a season that he's looking at it like a, a year off, then I understand. But 
he's getting older too. He's 31 too, so he's no longer a spring chicken. So these are some considerations they got to think about before moving forward. Yeah, I, I, I can see that too. I, I think, listen, at the end of the day, um, it kind of got, like I said, it kind of got cleared up. He, he reached out to him. So obviously he, he felt it was a problem enough to say something in the media, right? Um, and then afterwards, Zion did reach out to him. So, um, but I think it could have been averted if he had reached out to him before that. So if, 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 if hey, it yo. was no big deal, and Zion never – go ahead, go ahead. No, no, no. I mean, my, I, I don't want to cut you off. I want to let you finish. But my, my, my thing was, why does, why does CJ mention it anyway? Like, to that's, me – That's the other part. That's what – that's a sissy move. I'm trying to keep it PG, but you kind of get where I'm going with this. That's a sissy mm-hmm. move. Like, I mean, why would you take something like that and mention that to the media? You know what? Yeah, I, I've been here for a couple of days, you know what I'm saying? And Diane didn't reach out to me, man. My feelings is hurt. You know what I'm saying? I feel some type of way about that. Like, wh- why would CJ supposed to need to mention that? that I, I, I don't get that at all. Do you think it's a chess move, Siri? Because at the end of the day, I don't think he wants to be in New Orleans either, right? I don't think that's a, somewhere where he thinks he can win, at least this year, where he can win, right? right. So, I mean, I, I, do you think that was a chess move? I think, honestly, I think personally, I I think that CJ wanted to stay in Portland. And I think that yeah, he wanted to stay there and, you know, maybe Dame move on or whatever. Because let's not, let's not forget this pairing between Dame, Dollar, and CJ has been destined to break up for a while. Like, we right. sat here in this kitchen. We've been, we've been in the barbershop a zillion times. We've been on other platforms talking about how this breakup has to happen and needs to happen. Um, I thought that mm-hmm. Dane would be the one to w- to go and CJ would be there. Um, so I don't think CJ wants to be there. I don't think anybody wants to be there, um, to be honest with you, and they're all just kind of stuck, you know. So, But I, right. I'm, I'm not sure if it's a chess move. Um, I'm not too sure what's going on, but I, 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 I'm curious as to why CJ thought it would be smart, appropriate, or the best move or the best look to mention that, you know, hey, Zion hasn't talked to me yet. You know, KD reached out to Ben and 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 B reached out mm-hmm. to Harden, but yo, I, I didn't get a phone call. Why, why did I get a phone call? You know. Yeah, and I, I I don't think he's trying to put himself on that level, but I I honestly think it was a, a deliberate move. I mean, I don't think you say anything in the media that you don't want people to know, and I think he's trying to call out the dysfunction and probably trying to you know start putting pieces in place so that he can be the next one on the move, it, it, especially if Zion doesn't want to be there and he's going to force his way out. I don't want to say he's trying to. I don't know if he is, but I don't know if he wants to be there. But, CP, I'll let you have the last word on this, and then we can uh, cook, uh, cook something else on the grill. If you're there, you're on mute. So we're assuming. Go for it. Repeat that again, Barry. No, I, literally, I was just going to let you have the last word on this one. Like, uh, Sirius's counterpoint that why would uh, CJ call, go out in the media and, and call out the fact that uh, Zion didn't reach out to him? No, then CJ's not that type of media stir. He, I think he had one media stir with mm-hmm. Russell Westbrook. Other than that, CJ's not that kind of guy. Like, um, I think JJ's mm-hmm. making that bigger than what it is because J.J. ain't got nothing to do. Um, Zion is still out there relevant and trying to make a comeback. It's just that he has to make his own self better. Like, Zion's not making a stir. Like, <laughs> I, I just don't get what J.J. is up to. But it's something for us to, like, break down and analyze if it's going to be a hindrance toward New Orleans or Zion. And to be honest, if New Orleans don't like it, you know Zion's trying to get out of there. So, they're going to be quiet. They're going to do everything that he says because they don't have that star quality uh, once, you know, AD had left. So now they got to try their best to hang on to a guy like Zion so they can fill seats. So they're, they're not going to make this a big thing. I, 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 at least I anticipate they won't. 
Yeah, I mean, listen, I don't think I, I don't think JJ is stirring the pot. I think he's from his perspective telling it like it is, and it, it is a slow news week, right? It's kind of, it was kind of slow at the time, so. Um, but yeah, it, it, it was definitely something I definitely wanted to call out. Um, yeah, thank you, Sports City Chefs, the College Cookout sponsor of PHI Apparel. Go to their website, phiapparel.co. Use the promo code CHEF to get 15% off all the apparel uh, at their website. Uh, great stuff over there. I hope you guys – I know, Sirius, you, you know, you got to get something for your star. You know, you got to get, a, you know, probably a, a hardened beard shirt. They do got some hardened gear up there. So um, he's going to be making his debut, I think, Friday is is when he's supposed to um, make his triumphant return, and then Ben Simmons is aiming for the Philadelphia game. Yep. And, wait, 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 hold yeah, on. Wait, wait. Is, like, is he like the third Say that again? No. Like the no. Third? no, she's an oh, no. Eagles okay. fan, so Philly. Okay. I, I was okay. just trying to make that connection. Philly, Eagles, okay. and all that kind of stuff, you know. Yeah, you know, I was trying to connect the dots, but uh, no. And Ben Simmons, uh, TV is supposed to make his debut against the Sixers. Uh, he's aiming, ramping up, aiming for March eighth against the Sixers. So that should be very interesting. Um, but I, I want to switch it. I want to talk some college basketball with you real quick because I know seriously brought it up in our in our group chat. I definitely want to shine some light on it. So obviously, the suspension was handed down to Michigan coach Jawan Howard. He was suspended for the remainder of the regular season for um, throwing. I, I, you could they say throwing a punch, but it was a slap at an assistant coach after the Wisconsin game. Um, they actually won their game. They played a tough Rutgers team. They Michigan won uh, seventy-one to sixty-two, I believe. So um, that was a good win by them uh, to get back into uh, the win column. Their first without. They're a bubble team right now, Michigan. Uh, currently at 14 and 11, I think. So um, that was a that was a big win for them against uh, Ron Harper Jr. and the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. Um, but TP, we didn't really get a chance to talk about the incident and everything. So it's kind of you know the incident happened, suspensions came down, et cetera, et cetera. Do you think it was a fair punishment for Jawan Howard? to get suspended in essentially five games to the rest of the regular season? Not at all. Um, usually I try to see things out. This one right here, um, I can't excuse I can't excuse Jawan for this. Jawan is the only person in that entire arena and on that floor that's a professional basketball player or former or former NBA mm-hmm. assistant coach. Um, you are supposed to have this together. When I went to college, we had to take professional development classes to be ready for a situation like this that could arise, that uh, could test your inner self. And I know he's been through everything, especially being in the NBA and going through different uh, protocols, and they actually have conferences for watching out for young athletes to make sure that they don't get into fights or altercations so they don't end up losing their money. Um, But I'm not really looking at his money at the end of the day. He instigated, or not even instigated, he started this fight. So I see the assistant coach that came out. I forget his name. He makes the, the gesture yeah, toward one of his players. He said it, and that's what Jawan uh, threw the blow or slap, however you look at it. Um, what mm-hmm. if they they push you back, get you out of the scene, and your players start getting jumped? You're in the middle of Madison, Wisconsin. Nobody there likes you. This is a rivalry school of yours. And – you have minorities on your team where I've been to Wisconsin three times. It is a heavily low number in favor of minorities. Like, it's low. So, like, you're in a scenario where you could get these guys in trouble, and let alone that's, those are some parents' kids out there that they trust you to make the right assessment with, and you're not making the right judgment call at the end of the day. Getting Starting a fight, getting pushed out of there, and your kids are actually fighting the other team. And the numbers, if we're looking at the people in the stands, the crowd is like at least three or four thousand to your fifteen or twenty-eight people, including coaches and so on and so forth. Like it, it wouldn't get that crazy because, of course, there's security and cops involved. But there was a cop that was there that wasn't even doing anything from Wisconsin. So just look how bad it would have gotten if it did go that realm. So you need to use better judgment. You're old enough now. There's no excuse for you, none. And that looks like. You you thought about what you were doing, the way that everything happened, 
Um, you better hope uh, there's an oldie but goodie from Sports City. If y'all don't remember him, his name is Nas. Nas is like, follow the money. He's like, if the boosters get mad at what he did and don't support him, Jawan is gone at the end of the season. But if they're like water under the bridge, hot, like, like that's good for us, then he'll be fine. I am waiting to see in uh, the end of this, you know, I'd rather say the big dance, uh, the national championship. We see the end of the tournament and he doesn't look good or if he's in the NIT and he's looking bad, what they'll do with uh, Juwan at the end of the day because they're not ranked at this point in time either. So this is this is uphill no. for Juwan Howard and the Wolverines. And they're missing their best player too, I think, right, TP? Well, no, to me, their best player is, is Hunter Dickinson. I, I think their center is, is okay. the best player on their team. He's seven foot two. Okay. He can step out and jump shoot, and, and he can post, and he can go crazy. But, I mean, if you think mm-hmm. somebody's better than him, I mean, I'll listen. No, I, I, I didn't know. Um, well, I mean, I know Terrence Williams, uh, the second, and another player were um, suspended with him. But, um, serious, I mean, what do you think? I, I mean, so, wait, so, TP, do you think, he deserved a harsher punishment than the five games? By far. By far. Okay. That what looks like he got he away with got? the five games. He looked, it looks like he got away with a five-game suspension. That's what it looks like. Like, mm-hmm. they gave him to the end of the season. Like, that. that's that's laughable. That's laughable. Like, mm-hmm. you're lucky that's Jawan Howard and the name that he holds of being a NBA championship assistant coach, you know, finals winner or – you know, all of the money that he's attained and his run with the the bullets at that time and the heat and so on and so forth that they respect him. But let's just say, hmm, Leonard Hamilton, coach of Florida State Seminoles. Picture he pulls this fight off in the middle of Blacksburg, Virginia. If you don't know who plays there, that's the Virginia Tech Hokies. You think he'll get a five-game suspension? I don't know. I, I really don't. I really don't know. Um, it's kind of unprecedented. You know who Leonard Hamilton is? Wait, wait. Before I go any further, do you know who Leonard Hamilton is? Sure. Okay. Just make just make it sure. I don't think they would hold him to the uh, the same standard that they're holding Jawan Howard. And Leonard Hamilton has done right. way more in his coaching realm with the resume that he has in the ACC, where mm-hmm. they're one of the stronger basketball conferences in the nation. But I don't think they give him yeah. the same consideration. I think they would definitely throw the book at him, and he'd be all set uh, with Seminole basketball. Uh, at least that's how I feel. Okay. So I mean, you you felt like the, the F word should have come out, like a, a dismissal. Oh, for sure. Okay. For sure. Um, serious. Serious. I mean, TP thinks that the the punishment didn't fit the crime. Do you um, do you agree with TP? What do you think um, the fallout of that should have been in, in uh, the Jawan Howard? You know, with all due respect to TP Thomas and those uh, who who feel the same way as he does, I actually disagree one hundred percent with that. Um, do I agree that he should have been suspended? I guess for the reasons that T.T. alluded to. I, I really do believe that Juwan Howard should have uh, behaved better of a man befitting his stature. Mm-hmm. Um, I do believe that you can't, you know, preach self-control and uh, integrity and all that type of good stuff that coaches preach and then find yourself involved in a, a fist-to-cuffs for shoving match with, an assistant coach. However, uh, based off of the video that I watched, uh, Juwan Howard was provoked. Um, and for me, as, 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 as a man to man, um, you can only provoke me and, you know, push me um, so far. Now, based off of what I saw, this is what I saw, gentlemen, Juwan Howard was walking. The coach came and approached him, uh, put his mm-hmm. hands on Jawan Howard, and at mm-hmm. that moment, Jawan Howard mushed him because Jawan Howard was upset that the team was pressing and et cetera, et cetera. I mean, the reasons behind the altercation, whatever, but at the end of the day, um, I feel as though if you're going to suspend Jawan Howard, you need to look at the whole footage 
and look at everything that took place in totality and suspend the assistant coach as well because we have the technology to do that. There would not be a retaliation without an action to cause that retaliation. Um, John Howard's not walking up to Caucasian assistant coaches and mushing them in the face. That's just not what he, that's not what he does. You know, the, the big melee, you know, that took place um, did, did just spawn out of, you know, nothing. There had to have been a reason uh, for why, and we have the technology and the ability to find out said reason. So, again, kudos to the, uh, the NCAA for, for suspending Juwan Howard. I feel as though he got blessed, in my opinion, with the five games because the way I've seen it, I, 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 I was telling Cash, I think I said you guys offline, he may be done for – he may be done. I, I, I wouldn't have shocked if they fired him on the spot. But for five games, mm-hmm. get your mom right, you know, associated with it, I think there's some credence to what TP said um, with the fact that, you know, Michigan may look to move on from him. At the end of the season, I do expect Michigan to get into the tournament. I don't think they will do well in the tournament, but I do expect them to be one of the bubble teams to get in um, and see where they go. But I, I don't think um, I, I don't think Jawan Howard um, was 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 as guilty um, as as you know TP alluded to. I just think that. You know, there's, there's, there's a reaction to that. If I come up and wish you, if I come up and do something to you from, you know, one man to another man, you're going to react accordingly. That, that just doesn't happen. But I do I do agree with the part where T.P. was talking about he, he, he's held to a higher standard. And, I, I you know, and from that, I agree with the – so I'm kind of torn with it, but I, 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 do, think, I, think, I do think Juwan Howard was justified in his response. Yeah, I mean, I don't know justified, but I, I – I kind of see where, listen, you, you put your hand on me, like, in the heat of the moment, yeah, I, I might lose control. I, I, he didn't go crazy and start to, you know, go really start swinging hard, like, you know, going left, right, left, left, you know what I mean? But, like, um, at the end of the day, to TP's point, he is the head coach. The buck stops with him. He's a leader of men. He has to go into these parents' homes and say, trust your son with me. Um, and, and you can't you can't put your hands on another person, even if they put their hand on him. Like they, they, he didn't put his hand on him to fight him, put his hand on him to hold him aside. Now listen, that whole incident could have been averted because of the end of the game. I mean, why are you pressing down what almost fifteen points, and then why are you calling a timeout <laughs> with like what ten seconds or left left? You know, so both sides are culpable in escalating. That. Just let it go, man. You know. The, the Wisconsin coach's explanation of the situation, it was a teachable moment. And I want, no, dude, just give me a break. You, you're not going to lose the game in 10 seconds or less. So um, I think that whole incident could have been averted. I, I respectfully disagree with TP from the standpoint. I don't think he should be fired. I, I just don't, I just don't see why he needed to lose his job. He doesn't have a history of that. It's his first incident. I think you got to kind of, it's a teachable moment in that he, he needs to be punished and it, that um, at the end of the day, he, he can come back and, you know, explain himself and be a, and be a, a lesson to other people. Don't do it. Don't do that. You know what I mean? I, I just don't want him to lose his job because he's a good guy. He's a good coach. Um, but I, I kind of just, I agree with TP that just a quote unquote to the end of the season, which only equates to five games is not a harsh enough punishment. I think he should have been suspended for the rest of the season, period, if they got, you know, NCAA tournament and co- conference tournament combined. Like, shouldn't be allowed to coach another game this season. And and then leave it at that just to show that, you know, listen, you do something like this as a leader of men, you got to pay the price, and that that's the price that you should pay. And the fact that the, I think it was the AD immediately came out and condemned his actions and said he apologized to him and it doesn't hold up to our standards, blah, blah, blah. Like, didn't try to defend them and try to say, you know, we're going to look into it. No, no, no. He's like, this is not how it goes. So we knew suspension was coming. Um, we knew something was coming at least. So um, I just don't I, I just don't advocate him losing his job over that incident. Now, if he had a history of doing that, then we got a problem. 
But um, in this day of cancel culture, I think we just have to, at certain points, we have to we have to try to be a little bit more forgiving. And then if it's beyond repair, then yeah, you, you gotta you gotta lose your job and you gotta you gotta pay the price. I mean, TP. I mean, do you want to respond to either my point or 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 Sirius's point? This is actually a second time. You guys don't remember it. He did something in like the Big Ten Championship where he swung and missed. He didn't land. So this isn't a repeat situation. I think last season or two seasons ago, because of somebody at my job that I work at that brought that to my attention. So Jawan has okay. done this before. So that's one. Two, Aaron, okay. let's look at you. Aaron, let's yep. look at you. You both have sons. You both have sons that are probably be running. Let's just say they do play basketball, and Jawan Howard is in his living room, and he has this happen every seven, eight years. I wouldn't want my son in the middle of Minnesota playing the the Gophers, and he pop off like this, and my son is in a, a melee in an arena where both of you are living on the East Coast, one in Virginia, one in Connecticut, and can't get there for the safety of your kid. What if your kid gets hit with a shoe or something or gets stomped out and is in a coma? What do you do if this happens and your coach started the altercation? you got to be held responsible he went into that press conference and didn't even acknowledge to apologize. Like, he's okay with that mentality. That has to stop. That has to stop. You are old enough and wise enough to be mentally prepared for the situation. And he didn't mush that head coach. The head coach stopped him to be like, hey, what's going on? And he restrained himself because he was about to do something, and that's when he put his finger up and he was like, you shouldn't do that or whatever, so on and so forth. They talked. They were separated. They separated Jawan some more. Then that assistant coach comes in and he looks at one of the Michigan players and says what he says. Jawan steps in and throws a blow over everybody. You're swinging over people. You can harm other people, let alone that you hit the guy that you intended to hit. This is what they call premeditated. You knew what was going on. You are smarter than this. You went to the University of Michigan. You didn't go to no Division three school. You know what's up. You you are held into these conferences and situations where you have the mentality. You've been in way more hostile environments playing in the NBA. You know it. There's no way that I'm accepting this, let alone you're in Michigan in a state where they don't play with minorities. You two have never been to Michigan. When they say pure Michigan, that plate is all white. They are not playing around. The history behind Michigan is disgusting, let alone they are trusting you to change the culture, and you're probably the one that be like, see, I told you so. I told you so. And they do that a lot whenever we mess up, whenever we – we have to be perfect. Um, I think I showed you guys a link myself about John Thompson Jr. saying that in front of Bill Clinton when he was the president and all of the coaches in the NCAA on saying why we have to be perfect. And this is something that happened in the 90s while he was coaching. So we have to show that we've evolved and gotten better, and we haven't gotten anywhere. In a situation where I don't know what the fine is, I don't know if this guy could press charges. He could press charges. He got hit. He didn't hit Juwan. And you can see you can see he didn't even try to come after Juwan. He was pointing like, yeah, I told, I'm coming for you. He's like, like, he wasn't trying to push people out the way to go after Juwan. Dude is harmless. He's softer than drugstore cotton. Like, stop that. Like, like, and that's something that Juwan knew he had the edge on that guy. And, that, and that's that's unforgiving. I, I get it because there's a lot of coaches that get heated. Let's let's say Dion do something like that. Like all all type of coaches that are big name people that have this type of prestige at their job. Like they could get into a situation. You think if Dion punched somebody in the face, like Dion be all right? Dion probably be in trouble too. If he was the one that started the altercation, like you got to think about that. This ain't just about just trying to argue with me. It's bigger than me, bro. It's bigger than me, man. I'm not trying to follow no guidelines, no nothing. This is the first time I'm coming after somebody like that. And I already seen that stuff happen in Michigan, the way they treated Jim Caldwell. And I don't feel like it was fair they got rid of him just because he was a minority. This is a situation where a minority may get away with it because they're trying to keep that culture there because Michigan is fishing for a coach to get them to a national championship that they have not won a national championship since Ramil Robinson and Glenn Rice and them in the 80s. They have not gotten that done. So they they trying to hang on to Juwan to get that done. And they were ranked in the top 10. They are not ranked now. So they are not only falling in ranking, they're falling in, like, mindset. Like, they could, their mentality could be broken at this point in time where they are approaching the month of March. Like, I, I, hey, that, that, I call it how I see it. I'm sorry. 
No, I hear you. I just don't think he should have been suspended. I've been to Michigan twice. Uh, so, I, I mean, I do know what, what you mean. But, um, yeah, listen, I, I just – I haven't – I hadn't seen that incident that happened before. If you find it, please send it to me. I want to read it or, or you know, whatever. Um, but, yeah, I just – I mean, I'm in the mentality, yeah, if – he shouldn't have to be perfect then just, you know, to keep his job. And nobody's perfect to keep their job. Um, you know, but I agree himself. with you. Listen, say it again. He restrained himself at the beginning. He he did it. He could do it. Right. Right. The guy that he no, intended and, to and go he after, can, he, and he, can. he held himself up. He, he, he was about to touch him, and he just made sure that he put his finger in his face like, okay, you're not going over, you're not stepping over your boundaries. You're doing a great job. When they mm-hmm. separated you, you're doing a great job getting away from it. You step back into the scene to make it happen. He restrained himself. He knew right. exactly what was going on and where he was. Right. Listen, I, and I agree with you. Listen, like, as a coach, like it would be hard to, to, to send our kids to a coach that, you know, I, I don't. Ho- I hope he doesn't do it every eight years. Like, I, I really don't. But, um Listen, I, I think if if he if he has a pattern, if he keeps doing it, yeah, of course he's, he he can't he can't keep a job, and and I don't know how you would keep hiring him. But at this point, like I'm just not ready to fire him yet. Um, I, I just I just feel like you know we gotta we gotta be better than giving to give guys a, a chance to prove that they can they can learn from this mistake and move on. If I got fired for every bad mistake I've made in my professional career I definitely wouldn't be working because my wife no I've been making mistakes in, in my career so I hope I can I've learned from it and gotten better and grown from it so um and I'm, I'm hoping Jawan can too so um but serious I'm gonna let you uh we're, we're we're up against it we're gonna close the shop I'll let you get a p- quick plug quick close um thanks for for, yeah. for joining in and I know we got some stuff cooking uh pretty soon man yeah, yeah, man. Thanks for uh, letting me come on, man. Uh, you know, call the cookout, man. And this this never gets old, man. Like you read the two villain uh, NFL uh, all season show kicks off officially next Tuesday, right here on Sports City Chefs, man. Me and a homie villain are gonna break down some all season situations and things. We're gonna look at free agents. Uh, we may talk a little bit about what we want our particular team to do. Um, once free agency hits, and we're also going to, you know, kind of take you from the combine, which starts next week all the way through uh, to draft day and talk about potential drafts. Uh, we'll do some draft analytics and things of that nature. So if you're a, a football nerd like the three of us here, uh, definitely check it out, man. We're going to talk about all the teams, and we're going to put our GM hats on and kind of figure some things out. Uh, definitely continue to support us, man. Shout-out to PHI Apparel for rocking with us, man. Uh, Shout-out to the homie uh, Groove and, and, and those clowns over there at the barbershop, man. I was in the day cutting up, man. It was fun. Uh, so definitely, if you like the content that you hear on a regular basis here, as I always say, uh, definitely check that out. Um, I started the preliminary conversations and dialogue with the Pops, man, in the season uh, Steelers finger food is going to be dropping in a couple of weeks. I'm looking forward to throwing that out there. With that being said, gentlemen, it's been a pleasure. I will catch you with you guys on the Crossover Cafe tomorrow, man. Y'all be good. Absolutely, man. We'll have some fun with the NFL show. Um, the franchise tag coming up, some candidates for that. Um, the big name, Devontae Adams. So we'll we'll see how that pans out. Uh, a lot of stuff cooking there. Thanks, serious. Um, you know, get to the website, sportscitychefs.com. Uh, I haven't been writing. Uh, I was, I meant, you know, I'm, I'm going to do it. I will, uh, I promise you. But, uh, you know, if not, you know, we got other content there. Dave wrote a nice article about uh, his love for football, so get out there and read that. A lot of people gravitate into some uh, Yankee talk, you know, baseball. Hey, they don't get a deal done, T.P., we got we got to have another shortened season. Ain't this a B, man? I can't take this no more. But um, <sighs> so frustrating, so frustrating. A lot of things popping off. We're gonna have I think the crossover cafe tomorrow. So definitely stay tuned for that. Um, always great conversation with my my big homie TP Timeless. Um, so TP, get us out of here. Give us a close as we uh, shut it down at the cookout. 
Sports City, you already know how this go down. Uh, check us out weekly. We got more shows popping off. Stay tuned also within Sports City. On every one of our networks, we will be trying to do a bracket for the March Madness uh, $10 bracket. So you have that. some fun. You try to pick up. Hey, I'm trying to I'm trying to cook. Why, why do they do this to me, man? Well, you can, wait, wait, hold on. Wait, watch out, watch out. Back, 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 back. You worry about... The word Comos. I don't know what Comos means. You figure that out, and then you, know then you can is. try to you interrupt people. You want to do that to talk about Comos while I'm talking? I don't do this while you're talking. I'll let you get everything out. I'll let Aaron do everything, get everything they get out. As soon as I start talking, they always want to interrupt me all the time. I'm like, you know how to get us out of here, TP. you doing it this way. Nobody can. And you know, I, I can't never finish all the time. So like I said, if you're interested in this college basketball melee that we're talking about, we're trying to do $10 brackets. No limit on how many you could buy. I might try to get five of them so I could win this joint and take it home. It's tired of watching people take the butter that I'm supposed to be bringing home. You know what I'm saying? So that's that. Um, interesting run as I think tomorrow starts to set off some of these games as they get into the uh, all-star break melee to try to uh, see if the Lakers mm-hmm. can hang on. I got to get into one of these crossover cafes and start up a fight. I, I got to. I, I fight these dudes every day on the crossover cafe or the cookout, excuse me, and, and give them hell up in here. So I got to get in the cafe and uh, – you know, take off my blazer and loosen up the tie. But on that note, tell a friend to tell a friend that it's the chef again. And if they don't know, now they know. City chefs is in the room, cooking up hot topics to put up on your spoon. They well in tune, bloom like a flower in June. Superman vs. MF Doom, the clouds loom. So tell a friend it's the Sports City Chefs again. Pay attention, tune in, we on the set again. Sports City, Sports City Chefs, Chefs. Sports City, Sports City Chefs, Chefs. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 